podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the Paddock Blues Podcast. You can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee forward slash paddockblues. Or you can email us at paddockblues at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Fuck yourself. Hello and welcome to the Paddock Blues podcast. Today I'm joined by Paul and Melinda. Um, <laughs> and Melinda's laughing her head off. Yeah, Melinda's just started with an F-bomb straight away. That's straight away. In, I wonder, as I wonder we get I, involved. I wonder if you caught that or not. If it, it's you that soon quick. Find out. Yeah, we'll, will. I'll go hunting for it. <laughs> it was a very cockney sounding fucking hour as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, how, sorry, how, how are we all? Yeah, it sounds, you know, a bit cold, isn't it? Cold. That's about it. I Linda. can't seem to get warm. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Cold as well. And it's so funny because everyone's like, oh, you're from Canada, so I don't know why you're complaining about the cold. But let me tell you a little something about being in this location of the world. It's a different type of cold that you feel here. It's very damp. Like it's very, very damp. And no matter what you do, no matter how many layers you put on, it's like in your bones cold. Like you just cannot get warm. But in Canada, yeah, it's like minus 30 sometimes with the wind chill but like at least you can get warm you know it's more of like a dry cold I find so yeah I'm like adjusting to the climate I guess like not very well as I'm sitting here with a fucking beanie on and a hot water bottle shoved down my top so love that but we move it's the darkness isn't it the dark nights get you down don't it always just seems to be cold uh, cold and dark sorry that's it like 24 Constant. hours that's yeah. how you see yeah. yeah I literally wake up and it's pitch black, walk to work, work all day inside a hospital where I don't see much daylight unless I'm in the corridors or the hall or the stairwells. And then I walk home and it's pitch black. <laughs> yeah. Melinda's in, a very, Melinda's in a very musical mood as well, for some reason. Well, you so. said the darkness and I could not not sing the darkness <laughs> in that moment. So yeah. <laughs> I have been singing like Harry Styles before we started recording yeah. this. What else was I singing? We've the whole rendition of The Killers you were singing as well. Oh, The Killers, yeah. Yeah. Just like to sing, okay? Sorry that you guys don't. <laughs> yeah. So this this part today, guys, is going to be a bit different. We're going to start with um, actually something that's close to Melinda's heart, really. The strike that's going on at the NHS. Oh, yes. Nurses, which, which I think I'm rightly saying all three of us are fully behind. Yeah, yes. definitely. 100%. And I think as a podcast, we're fully behind as well. Um, if so you don't support just... the workers striking, then you're part of the problem, basically. Yeah. Just stop being selfish and look past yourself and what the time to yeah. do is for the benefit of everyone. Well, and that, and that's just the thing is like, I understand that people are frustrated because a lot of public sectors right now are striking, but you have to understand that there comes a point where it's unsafe to do your job, like the working conditions that some nurses have to work in, the staffing ratios, the fact that they're thrown into situations without proper training, it's not safe. So they, they have to, they have to make a stand. They have to, and I completely support it because healthcare has been declining and declining all over the world. I mean, I've worked in, you know, I qualified in, in Toronto and now I'm, you know, working over here in Manchester. So I've worked in a couple of different healthcare systems. Now some have their positives and some have their negatives, but all over the world, I mean, COVID did not help, but even before COVID healthcare systems were, were struggling. They're severely underfunded and, you know, just, yeah, there comes a point where they, it just, it, you can't sustain it. So here we are. 
That's I right. speak to you as well, and you say people seem to be getting sicker. You, do you still stand by that? People oh, one hundred, absolutely. Like the thing is, Paul is I find that there's a lot of lack of community support. So things that could have been managed in a community setting, you know, is not being managed or being treated the way it should have been or been managed the way it should have been. And then they're, everyone's coming through A&E because they have no choice. Yeah. You know, they have nowhere else to go. People, the amount of people that I see in A&E or if they've been admitted onto a ward and they go, well, I couldn't get an appointment with my GP. What was I supposed to do? I wasn't well. And I'm like, well, exactly. What were you supposed to do? You know? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really tough. It's, it's just um, multiple issues stacking on, on top of each other. And yeah, the, you know what? The role that I do, I'm, you know, I, I do work in a specialized role. So I'm not, you know, I do kind of bounce around on wards and I'm not directly based on a ward specifically, but I see how hard those nurses work on the wards and they, they do not get paid enough for what they're doing. Absolutely not. And I'm not saying it's all about money. You know, you know the strike is not all about money. It's, it's also putting their foot down for standards of care, you know, as well and training and things like that and say, pa- patient yeah. safety at the end of the day. Every nurse loves being a nurse. That's why we that's why we become nurses because we want to take care of people, you know. But there comes a point where if you know if you're breaking your own back, how are you supposed to lift somebody else up? You can't. Well, it's like yeah, you, haven't a, you haven't had the pros, sorry, you haven't had the proper rise for years, but the price of everything just keeps going on. I so, cannot believe the cost of what I mean. like it's living. Like, even it's just a loaf of bread is just like going up all the time. And no, it sounds minuscule compared to petrol and stuff like that but it's the, it all adds up doesn't it and you, yeah. if you're not getting a pay rise then it's yeah. a pay cut isn't it i think we've been in the same there as well though with people because some do probably is people out there that go oh, they're only doing it for the money but and all that type of stuff which you know yeah. that's their idea of you but let's be fair it wasn't like 10 years ago all nurses were multi-millionaires and that's why a generation of nurses come Come about because like I want to slice it back. You're a nurse. You're not. You're never. No one ever signs up to be a nurse because they see a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow of all this money. They're in it because they genuinely care about people and want to be a nurse. So I don't. I think you can just scratch that straight away. And it's Melinda saying, you know, I find so and I watched it all and listened to it all. I try and keep away from politics. You know, we've just touched on it, but I do. But I thought I have a look into this, and I couldn't believe it. I just thought. These people Shocking. literally were in, they were on the front line of a war. We were in war two years ago. And, yeah. and they were in the front line saving everybody. Making themselves like, sick. Making themselves sick. Yep. Putting things at, the lives at stake, the family at stake, yep. the yep. sanity at stake. And as soon as it's finished, it's like, oh, yeah, nice one. Pat on the back. Yeah. Well done. And it's like, it's like, the, I feel like the government, well, everyone clapped you on a Tuesday at seven o'clock. So, you know, I think well, you're not happy about that. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's like the rail strike. I know it's totally different, but it's all gonna it all ties in together. And I've seen a few yeah. people saying, "Well, I need to get the train somewhere on the twenty second of December." Just look past yourself, mate. You know what I mean? It's not about you. Just yeah. support the support the strikes, basically, and yeah. fuck the Tories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's um, and you know, I I, I saw a really like powerful picture on twitter today and it was nurses standing with rail workers and um posts like the postal service as well and i thought you know what like that's just 
and that's it. Like, you know, people, we, we, we don't want to make people's lives difficult. That's not the whole reason why we're doing this. It, it, it's just because there needs to be change. There it needs to be recognized, you know, and like I said, it's the only way people point. are going to listen if you do it at a time now, like now, which is yeah. the busiest time. That's the only way it's going to get any sort of like recognition. Exactly. Yeah. And support. Yeah. Yeah. Onto more, onto yeah. more miserable, onto <laughs> more happy things now. Let's talk about everything. Yeah. Well, we'll just touch, <laughs> and now we've uh, our, the podcast is going to be ninety percent of it, and we just had to touch on that because it's something that's close to home, especially with well, yeah, a little dance now. Um, a little dance orders now. A little jig. You won't be jigging after they bring this topic up. Uh, Saturday night. Saturday. Know, uh, Saturday. Saturday. It wasn't the best of nights, was it? As an Englishman. No. Um, well, how'd you feel, mate? <laughs> well, yeah, it was a, uh, it was pretty. I thought the referee was absolutely shocking, absolutely yeah. pathetic, 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 and it was just a, uh, no, it just wasn't meant to be. I think England play well, all, all the reds, keep the reds held high. Sorry, uh, but no, it just wasn't meant to be. But yeah, yeah. Bit, bit of a shit night. I was absolutely blathered as well. So yeah, like three there and over after that one. I think uh, I think England were just quite unlucky, quite unlucky. Um, I had a boss night. Other than that, I actually saw blossoms at the O2 here in Manchester, so it was quite cool. So before the match, um, sorry, before the show, they played the match on a screen at uh, at the O2. So watched it there, and it was like it was buzzing, you know, especially when Kane's first penalty went in. Oh my god, the atmosphere was insane. Um, and obviously at full time, people actually like left before the show started. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, um, but uh then yeah, just double fisted some pints and uh, the night went on. So remember that. Yeah, I was actually in Liverpool. Yeah. I, I was in Liverpool City Centre and the amount of scousers you were cheering for France was just like I just don't get it. Honestly, I, I don't really get it either. It. I really stop, don't get this. Stop bringing thing. politics into football, it's your country. Just I really there'll don't be people get who are probably saying enough now going away. England can't stand international football, but yeah, I, I think as well. Look, that's your if that's your opinion, yeah, yeah. if that's your thing that you can't don't like, that's fine, but don't go out your way then to ruin it for somebody else. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Don't go out your way to make it known I'm going to ruin it for someone else. It's oh, like, it was well, Jamie, yeah, right. just we, like you, there was you don't like England, was, that's fine, or like just like, yeah, blatantly like. Just winding up people who obviously support the country that they're in because they're in England. So you're literally doing it just to piss people off. It literally does my head in. It's like if you don't like England and you want to make it all political, fair enough, whatever. No one cares. But don't go out and support the opposing team to be a dick. There's no yeah, need for that. That's just exactly shut, the word. Shut up. Like I literally cannot deal with. I can't deal with it. I had to turn Twitter off at one point. I mean, I'm not going yeah. on Twitter because people are fucking dickheads. I'm done. Right, well, I've got one last question from Perius for the World Cup, and it's who do you think will win on Sunday, Melinda? Oh, it better be Argentina. Fuck France. Sorry, <laughs> that was that was rude, but I just literally cannot stand Mbappé. Everyone knows how I feel about him, and literally I cannot stand him. Well, prick. The way, well, he, re- the way he reacted to Kane's penalty not going in, I literally have never wanted to slap somebody in the face so much more in my entire life. And he looks like yeah, a ninja tail. Literally, I was like, I literally out. want to slap you in the face. <laughs> yeah. I have Argentina in the sweep. So Woo! For, for financial gain, I would like Argentina to win. But 
I can't stand the RGs. I have to be honest. I just can't. Uh, Lesser of two evils. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry yeah. to any Argentinian Evertonians who might be listening, by the way. But uh, <laughs> There's a no, few uh, of them, like. There's a few of them. I think France will win, personally. Like. Do you? Yeah. Ugh, be asked. I honestly, when England went out, the World Cup ended for me. Yeah, not even. Yeah. Just yeah. ended. I haven't watched another semi-final. I haven't seen a goal. I haven't seen anything. Just ended. Just like yeah. I am ready for Everton now. I use. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's it. Now I think that's our World Cup. If you've been listening over the last few, thanks very much. But now onto the darker times. Ta-da! Um, <laughs> Hello, so we'll darkness, from, my old friend. We'll start on a bit of positive news. Actually, no, it's hard enough, but we will start with a bit of positive news. What? Yeah. Um, I'm not here. I'm not here for positivity. I'm getting this off this is, podcast. I'm not here this for that. So, so, I'm going to put the razor blade away. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I was just going to get in the box with the toaster then. <laughs> <laughs> you, will, you probably will at the end, mate. Um, and in this positive news, let's be honest, it's, it's news that... Three years ago, we'd have probably gone, what the hell is going on? But right now, it's like signing a new player. Uh, Alex Wobie signed a new deal, rumoured to be £100,000 a week for four yeah, years. So, so I, I, me personally, I think it's like signing, like signing a new player. He's deserved it. There's not a player in the team that deserves it more. So, Paul, what's your opinion on Alex Wobie getting that new contract? Yeah, as you say, we wouldn't have... Um... Two years ago, three years ago, we get them out the door as quickly as possible. I think every every month, even if you haven't got a driver's license, is often to drop them off somewhere. Uh, yeah, but he has been the one shining a light, hasn't he? In like times of darkness, and apparently he's really settled in in Merseyside now. But you know, I know he's born in Nigeria, plays in Nigeria, but he is a London boy, and it's, yeah, it's a big culture shock. I think it's even more of a culture shock coming from Canada to England. I think London's like its own little world. So I think it's took him a bit of time to acclimatise, but now he's one of Frank Lampard's main men, isn't he? And he yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy about it. I don't care how much money he's getting, by the way. That's not for me to worry about. I honestly don't care. Yeah, we uh, don't pay him. We need him. He's 26 years old. We're getting the best years of his career. So, yeah, happy days for me with that one. Like. Yeah. And Melinda, what you, well, what's your opinion of Alex Wobie? Was he, uh, obviously, Paul saying it doesn't matter. About the weight, about the wages, would you give him longer or? <laughs> I know you love him. Yeah, I'm a, a big, big fan of Alex Iwobi. And like, I'm not going to be like that person to be like, I always believed in him, like before, and everyone hated him. Like, no, we all, we all had our doubts about him, but everyone knows I am like the pod optimist. It's not a secret. And I me. always. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even make a sarcastic joke about that because that is. I'm doing it myself, that's why. <laughs> That's the biggest <laughs> load of shit I've ever heard. Um, Thank you. No, and I, I, I mean, I would like to have believed that there was, you know, a player under there, and I just think it was, you know, the situation needed to change. That you know, the management needed to change the training styles, the play, you know, whatever it may be. Something's clicked with him, and um, like you said, he's twenty six. You know, he's in that prime, and I think this is the time to do it. Um, finances, like I said, we don't. We've all said we don't like to sit here, and you know, we're not. We're no financial experts, and you know, we're not freaking whatever bankers that work in with money i don't even know whatever financial experts yeah whatever that yeah but anyway um you know i i think i think it's going to be a good 
confidence boost for him as well because he feels probably like he is being recognized by the club and um he is he's valued as well like that does a whole lot for someone's morale mental health and as well i think that reflects in his playing as well so i think it's just going to be i think it's gonna be really really good for him and i'm happy that the club have decided to finally recognize and invest in a player that has shown and proven that they actually deserve it yeah, yeah. i think he could be set i think he could be an example of me um yeah. just purely to the other players you know like if you're yeah. a, a mason holgate or a, a yeah or a you know a, a michael Keane or something like that who's had tough times at everton and you know, struggle to form like a, a little bit. You know, you could look at Alex Wobi and think, well, that lad's got through it. Why can't I? Do you know what I mean? And look at, and he's been rewarded for it as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And, you know, when people say I'm not bothered about the finances, obviously I'm bothered. I don't want Everton to go bust. None of us do, but I just feel like it's just well above our pay grade to. Well, it deserves it. Even if it's on 100 grand a week, it deserves it because you know what? Right now, he's a senior he's member football. of the team now. Yeah, yes, and in yeah. his form right now, if he was to go to, I don't know, a Newcastle or, you know, someone pushing a Tottenham, say pushing the top top six, top four, which I think he's good enough to get in, they he, he demand that at the door. You know, yeah. he'd be asking for a hundred k. So why not? Why not us give him it? Why why can't we give him it? No signing on fee, no, but transfer budget and go yeah, lad. Here we go. Would, would you say it's like one of the the biggest turnarounds and you've ever seen in football? Because yeah. he, he was like public enemy number one, Alex Awobi. He was. Yeah. I mean, I, I was made up when we signed him originally. Um, but then I quickly went off him. I admitted I did. But for the turnaround, it's unbelievable. You've got to give him loads of credit for that as well. It's well done yeah. to him. Like. Yeah. Well, don't you remember that? Wasn't there like a statement that had come out about he who shall not be named? Um, Had said to him basically, you know, you should try and you know, find another play, club, he basically said find another club and play somewhere else or, you know, at a club that's your level or so, something along those lines, wasn't it? It was extremely yeah, yeah. degrading. And what a slap in the face a comment like that would be. Could you imagine showing up to your place of work knowing that your manager basically said you shouldn't be here? Yeah. Like, how crap would that make you feel? Mm, badly demoralized, did Right? Yeah. So... And and like, but we don't, we didn't know all of this, right? So it's like all these things are now coming out, and I, 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 I feel for the lad. Like I really feel for the lad because I've been that young, you know, twenty, twenty five or twenty four, twenty five. At that point, he would have been. That's I've like never, I've never been that young. God, that was donkeys ago for you, <laughs> Paul. Jesus, swearing, I've done a really, re- really hard to. We were you know, fighting wars but, and everything when I was twenty five. <laughs> Gosh, you were you were using candles for light. Jeez, yeah, I'm telling you, it was on um, the front line. I think we've been in Europe when you were in the twenty five, and I'm not even messing there, by the way. Yeah, probably were. Yeah, we were actually. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even like yeah. joking there. I actually do believe we were in Europe in twenty five when you were twenty five. So that's bad. That like, isn't it? Remember that picture you were talking about when you've done the Everton Dars one? You when uh, Kale's laughing at the car. Yeah. Oh that yeah, that was the day. That was the day of my twenty fifth birthday. There you go. Oh, there you go. So we actually went all right then as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all right. That that picture is actually like iconic. I still have it. Actually, Brilliant. sent it to me, Jamie. I still have it somewhere in here. Yeah, there so, it is. Melinda, you brought us on to look at a, well, tied us in nicely actually with our next point. Um, Tom Davis has been speaking to the Athletic, is it the Athletic magazine? Um, to give an interview, and one of his statements was about ex-managers and how they distanced hmm. themselves from 
players and us as fans. Uh, I think Tom Davis, his actual quote was, we've had a few managers that have distanced themselves from the fans and maybe the squad, so it feels like it's us and them. Mm. Um, and that's maybe where we've gone astray. We have perhaps tried to become something we're not. Um, I think we all know who he's talking about. We don't yeah. have to. We don't have to name names. I'd like to. There's two points I bring up on this. Um, is Tom Davis saying something without saying something? And how good has Frank Lampard done to bring bond that together now? Oh, I th- I think he's completely changed the culture around. One one thing that everybody could agree on when you know who, when we had you know who managing our football our football team um everyone said it literally feels like there's something like rotten and it's been there for a little while you know with our board and those multiple issues there as well which you know we've gotten into in past pods so I won't go into it too deep now but that just kicked everything off I think you know like when he was managing the squad and I just I really do think that there was really really detrimental things that had happened during that time it wasn't even that long but didn't even need that long to completely screw things up so yeah I think I think Lampard has come in at the exact right time I I don't want to see him go because I think he's got a lot more to offer the squad not just on the pitch wise but also off the pitch as well I think he's doing wonders with the squad he needs more time yeah I think Paul as well as I said is Tom Davis telling us something that we, we already knew? Um, or is he say, is, will people read that and go, hang on a minute? Because, you know, look at Bournemouth and stuff like that in the end, and can, we don't want this to creep back in. Can Lampard keep it under control? Yeah, it seems like reading between the lines, maybe he said they've down tools. I could be yeah. reading it wrong. That's I what I mean. Like, is he wrong, said, yeah, is he, is he saying something without actually, you know, physically saying it? I think they're a group of players who don't like being criticised personally. Which uh, um, I think after a certain amount of time, you just just give up again and just go through the motions. That's my personal opinion. Could be wrong. And I think Melinda said in the past, I think Frank Lampard's probably getting a little bit heavy with them now. Because his oh, job's yeah. on the line. His job is on the line. It really is. And yeah. it's only these players who can get him out of it. And they're better than what they're showing us. So, But no, I think he has brought the club together. It's really good to see. I was speaking to a man the other day who uh, went to Australia and said Frank Lampard had a drink with them all and he was great with them and he's proper embraced being an Evertonian and stuff like that. So, no, it's good yeah. to see and I, I do want him to do well. I really want him to do... If there's any manager I want to do well, it's him. So, get your shit together and let's start playing I think, well I, again. I, I think my, the, the line in that quote that gets me the most was, um, so it feels like... It, so it feels like us and them. That for me is baffling. He's basically saying it was the squad and the fans and we were two separate things. That'll yeah. never work. All that'll no. do is sink a football club faster than the Titanic. Yeah. I mean, because you see, at the end of last season, when it wasn't us and them, and it was a we, we need to get out of this. We've got to pull ourselves out of this. We did. The you know fans, I mean? so, the fans got them out of that. One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, but like. Where it was us and them, and our reaction, and our come on, and all that. And if they'd have been like, or whatever, and distanced themselves from us, it wouldn't have worked. Where I think we're, when it become a we, and they've thought, we can't let these down. You know, 
this is this is their club. It, it, it's it's worth, and hopefully we can get back to that. Hopefully we'll we, we will get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he also said something else Sunday, which we found interesting. Um, it was actually about his future at Everton, and I know everyone knows my thoughts on Tom Davis, and I don't need to give them here. Uh, but he said, I love the club and the city, but ultimately I want to play games, whether it be at Everton or somewhere else. If I'm not going to get that here, then I, then leaving is something I will have to think about. Goodbye. Goodbye, Tom Davis. Goodbye. Yeah, I think that, I think that is, goodbye, isn't it, mate? yellow brick road. Yeah, goodbye. He's not that good. I'm sorry. Maybe he thinks you know he isn't on earth, but no, sorry, he's not. You know what? Like, I love the lad as as a person and yeah. i've said that before on past pods love him as a person think like he's absolutely fabulous but um yeah i mean you know what it, you might then go somewhere else maybe he needs to go somewhere else to to develop a little bit more and grow maybe in, in a different setting or a different atmosphere i don't know but something with with him right now it's it's not it's not clicking frank gave him a chance frank gave him a chance he did and yeah. it it's it not just it, for the premier league I've said it's it over not and over again Right it's now, we are in trouble a bit, you know, and um, we need players that, like, I'm sorry, you can't be fumbling right now. You can't. We cannot be going, oh, it's okay, you know, next time, <clears throat> you know, like, it's okay. You'll, oh, you'll get it next time. No, you need to be getting it now. You're in the Premier League. Like, there's no more second chances now. Like, we are right into a second half of a season and we're in trouble, you know. We've we've always said that before. So he's been out in Frank's first team for five years, and there's still no one who can tell me what he actually does. Well, I'm just looking now. Um, you do. He's a central midfielder, by the way, and he's played 143 times for Everton and scored six goals. Now, I'm sorry, but you in played, five years. Yeah, he's played his debut. No, in seven years, he made his debut in 2015. That is now. If you and he actually scored one of them goals on his debut, which was it was a fantastic goal, but it was. No, yeah, he, made, he made his debut against Norwich uh, when Martinez got sacked. That's when he made his debut. I think Joe Royal and oh, did he not come on and do the city? The, 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 no, the he'd been playing. He'd been playing for a few weeks before that. Oh yeah, one of my. I think that was his first goal. That was his first goal. Ago. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, sorry, Tom, if you're listening, but but he, as Paul just said, he doesn't offer nothing, does he? Not where. No, when a lot of people don't like him, mate, sorry to interrupt you. There's, no, there's ever no, Tony no. out there who would just want to stick by him because he's one of us and he is one of us. But I'm, I, I support Everton, but I'm shy to football. <laughs> it's just the way it is. You know what I mean? He's just, he's, yeah. he's never going to be good enough. And I hope I eat my words here, but he's not mobile. He's not quick. He doesn't make goals, doesn't stop goals from going in. What does he do? Dress is funny. And that's the thing, I think, as well. You, that's taken completely out of it, isn't it? The way he dresses and the way he is. Yeah, no, good does. on him. Listen, no one if cares. You, if yeah, you've got no your own personality, then good on the lads. He yeah. seems like a nice kid. I'm just taking the piss there. I'm only messing around. No, no, but what I'm saying is you're right in what you're saying in that point. I know there's a lot of people out there that watch, see the way he dresses and they are a bit like, oh, what the hell? And that goes against them. It does go against them in, in some people's eyes, it shouldn't because let's be honest, he's, he's a footballer at the end of the day. I don't care if he walks around in the board at G string if he scores at six. You know, yeah. I honestly don't. Very nice. I don't. <laughs> I don't like Calvin Luna. Calvin Luna is scared. I'll wear a skirt if he scores another goal like that against Crystal I was, Palace. I was just about to say, sorry to, <laughs> sorry to cut you off, but. <laughs> Go on. 
Um, I actually hate people who do that. So I'm actually really sorry. My bad. Just, I hate that kind of behavior. It's just unacceptable. So I apologize. Um, but yeah, I really hate how people behave towards Dominic Calvert-Lewin in regards to his extracurriculars off the pitch. Like it drives me nuts because when he has been on the pitch for us this season, he's been brilliant, but don't rip a lot apart for, because of what he wants to wear and what he wants to do and express himself like has nothing to do with when, when he's playing football for Everton, like just leave him alone. Like it really winds me up. It's ridiculous. Like it's 2022 guys grow up, please. Yeah. I think as well, I've just seen there, Tom Davis just, uh, and this isn't us bashing Tom Davis, we're just giving reasons why we think he should leave. But I'm not saying get him out and let's push him out and force him out. Of course not. We're just saying if no, yeah, got to leave for game time, then okay, you know, we, we, if it was to come out and Alex will be give that interview, we'd be thinking, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah, um, he's 24, so I'm sorry, but I've watched the World Cup and seen 24 year olds running football matches. Yeah. And I think, well... Well, that's what 24. people say to me, Jamie. They go, well, he's had all these different managers and you don't know where to play him. If you're a good enough footballer, you should, you make it impossible for the manager not to pick you where, you, where you're supposed to be playing because you're that good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, you look at, I, know, I know as well, uh, different things, people are like, oh, he's not good enough and stuff like that. But that's got like a common name, mate. How many managers has he had? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And Man United spending all that money and, but he still keeps getting in because... He's not a world beater, but he's a player that goes, you know what, all right, he'll give you something. I just don't see what Tom gives We all us. want Tom Davis to do well, but we're waiting for the Of course we do, yeah. Of course we do, top, yeah. It, it just hasn't dropped for me. It hasn't. And so, as well, right now, if, if we were sitting in a position where we were like, okay, you know, we're we're fine. It's okay. Okay, you want to come on and play? Oh, not playing so great. Okay, you know, whatever. But no, like, we don't, we, <laughs> we, we can't. Like, we cannot fall into the same patterns and traps over and over and over again frank has to put his foot down and i i think he has what does he yeah, do I, well I do. no one can tell me what he does well he doesn't do anything well he hasn't got like a single attribute where you go what we need we need him in the team for that there's nothing yeah. that stands out no. not for me personally no. like no it doesn't um so yeah we're probably in all agreement that tom we can say goodbye hopefully not Hopefully he'll come on, come after Christmas, and we're sitting here with an egg on our face. But I'd be glad. I wouldn't <laughs> be bothered. I wouldn't be bothered if we are, because it means he's doing well. Um, and sticking on with people leaving. I know this is a sad one. This Rondon been rumored Mustang to Sally. Yeah, just end the pod now. I'm devastated. I'm literally, <laughs> I cannot go on. To exterminate, 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 Jesus. Exterminate his contract in January, so he becomes a free agent, free agent in January. Now, I know he's not good enough, and I know there's many things about, we can't sit here and rip Tom Davis and not rip Rondon in the same breath. I will never forgive Everton for doing this. But, How dare they get rid of Big Sal? Are we in the position, Paul? Should we get rid of centre-forwards? Yes, getting rid of him, yes. He's not good enough. He doesn't offer us anything, does he? He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. No. Yeah. I just That's think it's a bit different, I mean. But what, what, I'd rather put Michael Keane up front. Hey, he's got some good goals in. I would. I would. He, doesn't do, he played him against Fleetwood, wasn't he? He was one of the worst players on the pitch. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, 
what well, he, he must be on about fifty, sixty thousand pounds a week. And all of a sudden, I'm not, I'm not bothered about our money, but give that to someone else. It'd be on his mobile because it was his make money. Just stop a minute. Are, are you still awake there, Melinda? You're all right. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. That Christmas festival getting to you there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've also worked all week, homies. I work tomorrow oh, too, man. That's fair enough. Yeah, man. Doing the so, time. Would you think, Melinda, then? Do you think it's time for Rondon to go business now? As much as this is like breaking my heart in two right now, <laughs> um, it's time to it's time to let him go. If you love something, you set it free. That's the one. Yeah, I don't love Salomon life. Rondon at all, no. but it's fine. <laughs> to say, oh, this, he could just think he could he could think that. Bye. Just a disclaimer: this podcast doesn't like doesn't love Solomon Rondon. Melinda does. <laughs> I We're don't, literally yeah. no. <laughs> I'm be, do you guys not know me by now? Come on. The only cool thing he ever did was that Mortal Kombat move against. Remember who it was again? Who it was now? Oh, and then he got a red card. Oh, that was oh, the yeah. one. Did we get? It wasn't a double red. It was uh, what's pure frustration. Name? That one. Brent, just like Brent Brent Wade. Brent Wade. Got sent off. Then he got a red. Yeah. So then we've had good, we've <laughs> had good times, oh, Melinda. We've had good times. We've had good times. Bill, calm another down one that just clear, uh, <laughs> He's another one we won't mention. Yeah, no, but I mean, oh. you know what? It's it's interesting. I've seen that show on Twitter. Like, had Paul? Oh no, Jamie, you had said, "Are we in a position to get rid of a centre forward?" Well, I mean, him, yes, <laughs> yes, in this in this well, situation, and then just bring bring up bring up some of your academy players. Well, Tom moving Adam. perfectly onto our next point. God, which... you might just say I like might be like a uh, house sometimes. I don't know. You might house. like just know the list. <laughs> something something the tells me you know where I'm going there. next. Actually, I just didn't even plan that. I just, I, I, Jamie, I'm just that good. I know. I'm just that good. <laughs> I know. He's the Michael Barrymore of the Paddock Blues podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but we're, obviously, Rondon will leave, leaving the space in the squad, um, centre forward space, with Calvert Lewin, Mopai. If we bring someone in, you know, we won't, we won't know. So on Boxing Day. Uh, there's a young lad in the academy who can't stop scoring goals, to be fair to him, Tom Cannon. Does he go in on Boxing Day, Melinda? Does he go in the squad? Does he take Rondon's peg, if you like? Umani I think it would be... I, I would I'd love to see him at least on the bench. At least on the bench, I would. Yeah, that's yeah. what you mean. So we'll take yeah, Rondon's yeah. place in yeah. the squad, sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Ab- absolutely, yeah, definitely, I think. Paul, what was that? <laughs> Your hair is not long enough to be it's doing a, a hair flip. It's a little midget. <laughs> <laughs> Paul just did some like Baywatch like hair flip on camera. I was like, what the hell? Little Your midget hair is just not... flew towards me. <laughs> um, yes. blush. It's it's an absolute massive yes for me, Jamie. I would love to see him in this in the team. And I think he deserves it, you know. Like I think um Paul, was it you who tweeted this? He's making it really hard for Frank yeah. Lampard to ignore him now. And that is like such a perfect statement to make because well, you know we, we've all just got it on Twitter. I mean, you know what I mean? All well, right, yeah, all right. <laughs> Calm down, Jesus. No, I shouldn't have said it. I'm like, oh, hopefully, someone else who tweeted it. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but Thanks yeah. for the vote of confidence. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Paul? We all just know that you don't do much in the day, you know, you're at home, <laughs> and yeah. I know it's hard, so. We try and entertain you on this pod. It's a so. weird myth, though. 
Yeah. You know what? I don't know how Paul does it, but he literally gets so many likes and retweets and on his tweets and he gets so many followers. He's like a little poet. Thanks a little very much. Twitter. How does he do it? Little, Thanks very much. Everton Twitter poet. Fantastic, that, isn't it? Yeah. Love that for nice, you. Man. Love that. What you're saying is nice. if you if you seen him in real life, you wouldn't fucking retweet him or, or like him. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that at all. <laughs> you said it, not me. Um yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> so you uh, okay. so Melinda, he'd be in your squad then, and he, you know, we taking Bond on the face. But Oh easily, yeah. Do you think Paulo this is Everton tough, this is the Everton again coming out? I think he will. Do you think Frank Lampard will? Do you think if a loan offer comes in for the kid, he'll go, yeah, go, go out on loan? Or do you think it's time to start putting faith in this lad and go, you know what, go on, let's see what you can do in the in the big league? Yeah, I think it's like like someone put in that wonderful tweet that it, it's kind of impossible to ignore him. I think he's going to have to give him a go. If it's 20 minutes here or there, 10 minutes, just see what he's got sometime. It's a case of with these young lads, you'd either sink or swim. Some of them, a lot of them sink. Some of them swim. Let's see what he can do. I think he deserves. Yeah. He deserves his, his chance at Edda Rondon. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's earned like. it. I think he's earned it. I said on the last. I think it was a couple of pods ago. I said actually about him coming in. It, it reminded me of like the Harry Kane situation. I don't I, listen. I, not yeah. like he is like Harry Kane, but what I mean is Harry Kane winning the Europa League scored. Yeah, Tottenham to get rid of him, weren't he, mate? Yeah, Tottenham and Bale. You know when Redknapp come in. You want to out? You want to do... No, you, you're gone. Yeah. I'll go on then. You can play and help me out. And then the kids just went bang. No, Marcus Rashford, another one, got thrown in yeah. at the deep end and just blossomed. So we're I think not you might see that... a couple, Jamie. I think you might see that Isaac Price get a few games now as well. Hopefully, mate. Hopefully. Yeah. And I think we've got to just leave him as well. Us pair, I know we're not. It's hard at the moment because we're in such a tight situation and it's quite tense. But, you know, if the lad misses a a shot from 40 yards or whatever, he doesn't need Goodison to go, because that'll just... Just go over to the corner in the paddock and Melinda will welcome him. Melinda will hug you. Melinda. Be all right. I'll give you a big hug, lad. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we just did it. Just a, on the opposite, well, the other side of the pitch, actually. We've got a bit of good news about Ben Godfrey. I think he's become a bit, bit of a forgotten man, didn't he, really? Yeah. yeah Cody yeah. and the... So Koski's doing so well. Yeah. Nice to see him back. Uh, nice to see him back. Is it too early for Wolves, you think, Paul? To the starting, because mm. Connor Cody can't play, can he? No. Um, no. I, I, I'd probably throw Mason Holgate in me. Yeah. I think Holgate, yeah. before the injury, was, was doing all right. Like You've got to ease Ben Godfrey back into it. But I'd go Holgate. And if not Holgate, then Godfrey. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, we don't want to, you know, we do, we have seen now Frank's sort of style with easing players back in, you know, I mean, I think Calvert-Lewin was quite a special situation, but I think he would be, this show kind of show that same courtesy to all the players and it might be a bit soon. So I would, I would also go with Holgate as well. Just putting, you know? yeah, just keeping them. Sorting. I don't think Holgate played that bad. Before would you play, as well, who would you play, play, Jamie? Would you, if you're between Mina Keane or Holgate or Godfrey, would you play? And we saying Godfrey's fit or the way Godfrey is now? Oh yes, he's fit. He's training with the first Godfrey, team. Godfrey, mate, for me personally, I think he's more. I think he's a lot more composed than Holgate. I think Holgate can be quite rash sometimes, and he's a bit of prone to mistakes. Such a would if he Godfrey doesn't put me in a there, but 
I trust Godfrey more than Holgate. Is basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. If 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 Godfrey was 100 percent fit, it's all it's all day Godfrey for me. Yeah, all yeah, day. I've but said this the other three. Yeah, just with the, the situ- with, the, with the actual situation where I'm just coming back from a bad injury. Yeah, oh, I, I, would, think, I would. Yeah. I would. No, I wouldn't. Maybe, if out of the other three, the whole being me and a team, it's gonna be Holgate, isn't it? Holgate, yeah. And then yeah. maybe bring you know bring him on in the second half. Maybe give him maybe 20, 30 minutes or something. And like then that. Mina for five minutes, and then Michael Keane. Because we're 6-0 up. Oh, biscuit legs. But biscuit, biscuit legs in for five legs. minutes. Yeah. I was going to I'll reach two legs. Yeah. <laughs> pull, pull, I don't know how these legs are like. Yeah, pull, pull, pull legs. And very mean is a like rich tea. Little twiggles. <laughs> but they had... Um, uh, it's like... But, but it's nice to see Ben Godfrey back up, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Like a new, it could be like yeah. a new sign and all that. I yeah, love Ben Godfrey. I mean, I really his, pace, his pace is everything. So even he's if, like, so he's another quick. option for Mikalenko as well. Just, but yeah, as oh, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. as well. Yeah. Patterson, if he was to get injured, touch wood, you yeah. know, we're not look, touching, we're not looking at Coleman again. He could go there. Um, But just to touch on to the next one, Jordan Pickford returns to the World Cup after the World Cup, sorry, to the Everton squad. Um, He's done all right, Jordan, didn't he, in the World Cup? I don't think he. Yeah, yeah. Put a foot wrong. I know. I've seen a couple of people say he should have got to the first France yeah, goal. Ben but... Foster, because he's a fucking pleb. That's all. That's all. That's why he said it. Yeah. Actually, God said he Yeah. Pure yeah. jealousy. I think that would have been nice if he saved it. Obviously, I mean, yeah. but yeah, not he's gonna... saving that for the derby. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to condemn the lad. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they did play well, and I think all in all, he was absolutely amazing for the World Cup. For England, yeah. I think he was absolutely unreal. Yeah, just don't. I think he's always him. amazing. He's always amazing for England, isn't he? Always, yeah. He's yeah, solid. Terrible for England. But uh, how dare I, you? <laughs> no, well, that's it. That, that's it as well, isn't it? Because I think you know the Bournemouth game before we went away, he did make it that error for the oh, first God, Bournemouth yeah. goal. Jesus, I forgot enough, about yeah. that. No, yeah. what I'm saying. He, Thanks, he asked, Jamie. No, Get him no, out I want to Get Asmi a bag of his in now. <laughs> But what I mean is, he's had time to. He's probably forgot about that now, hasn't he? Do you know what I mean? He's probably been able to come away and go. I've had a good tournament there. I think yeah. the worst. I'll. I'll be honest. Every time I watched England and he got the ball, I was thinking, please don't do anything stupid. Please don't do anything stupid. Yeah, no, that's uh, gone from me. That now with Pickford. Pickford. That's gone from me with Pickford now. Yeah, it's the but it's the crosses into the box I worry about. Not well, stuff with his mm. feet. I'm not. It doesn't really bother me. Like no, I think he's brilliant with his feet. Yeah. yeah. He's brilliant with his feet. So we're back on the twenty sixth of December. Wolves at home. Yeah. Um, so obviously the preparations oh. are away now. We've we've had a a match behind closed doors with Man United. That was a bit sneaky, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that away, he... Okay, bobble. Yeah, I think Mopey gave that away with his Instagram. Oh, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, where's he? Yeah, everyone, that. that was it. Then it's, it's like Everton spies, isn't it? Everyone's friends. Um, I want to know who scored for us, though. Bet you it was Mopey. Tom Davis. No, Tom Davis. I bet you it was Mopey, little firecracker. I bet you it was. I heard it was I a Rondon bicycle kick from his own ass. I did, and Tom Davis <laughs> set him up with it. <laughs> yeah. Heavy. <laughs> no, but it's nice. You know, we don't know the teams. Listen, Man United got to play yeah. the under sixteens. You know, we don't know the team so there's not much really you can focus on a goal 
Oh, we were brilliant there. Who knows? <laughs> you don't know the context of it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, of course. But it's, you, I, I, think, the, I uh, think based on that result that Evan could probably the win, the title, win the title now. Oh, I was thinking. I, I didn't want to sound too cocky, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't want to sound too cocky. Late title charge. Win, win every single game now until the end of the season. Come on, Headlamp. positive. Hard squad. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, like I, w- I would not surprise me. Fucking would surprise me. So we're closing on the best month of the the best month of the year, isn't it? Really, January. Yeah. Do you know why? Do you know why it's the best month of the year? Well, then, your birthday. I was born in January. I'll be I'll be sixty-seven this year. (laughs) (laughs) Up the old ass toffees, baby. No, I was born in October, Jamie. Come on now. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so obviously we know we've got a strength. We've had this in pods where we've got a strength. Yeah. But the club rumours are coming up that it's... Um, Ismail Asar is still heavily linked with Everton, the Watford yeah. winger. 35 million was rumoured. I think Watford have just signed another Brazilian lad from the same place they got with Charleston. That might open the door for Ismail Asar to come to Everton. Um... And Mohamed Kunduz still oh, yeah. heavily linked. It's going to be a lot harder now with the performance he's had. And we started to get him sort of under the radar. No one knew who he was. And then Everton being Everton, the kid goes and <laughs> sets the world alight in the European football. Masterclass. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> wants him. So, yeah. But do you think they were the players we should be going to get? Or... Yeah, quick players, mate. That's what we need. Definitely. Quick. Yeah. Very Definitely. quick. The thing with that Kudus that stands apart, though, he, he's quick with the ball and very imaginative as well with the ball. He makes things happen, which I'm, we need, I, I, we, we I'll need. be honest, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on that Ismail Asar. I have to be honest. Like, no. we're, we're we're craving creativity, aren't we, in this team? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, massively, I think I especially that, up front. Well, I watched that Ismail Asar in the World Cup, and he, he seemed all right to me, but I think that's because I've been watching Graham Gordon for six months. So, <laughs> yeah, you know... It could be, it could you know, it could be anything. Um, so the, obviously we need to centre forward, but is, is there someone that comes to your mind that you think, oh, why not go and get him? I know we don't know the finance. Let's just play football manager for a minute. Um, realistic, by the way. But is there someone that you think, well, can we maybe go and try and get him? Ronaldo, I think we yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we mentioned on the last one. Look at the championship, didn't we? Yeah, that, yeah. That, that Swedish kid, that Jokeresh, is it? From Coventry. Go and have a look at him. That's yeah. the one, yeah. The, that, like, oh my god, yeah. The lads from Blackburn, who's uh, I yeah. seen today that um, um, everything he has, yeah. He, he sorted in a roundabout way, he said, Well, if Everton put a bid in, he sort of yeah. got to go. Thing is, he's in his last year of his contract, but I think Blackburn are just like, Well, listen, we're on the cusp of promotion here, so get us up to the Premier mm-hmm. League and then you can do whatever you want, then, yeah. which is yeah. clever from them. Like, you can understand why they'd want to do that, yeah, because the money obviously that they'll get. Like yeah. up, it's probably what they'll get more. Yeah, we need to forward it. it. It's hard, isn't it? Because I think it's the hardest position to fill. You look at Arsenal now, Gabriel Jesus is probably going to be off the rest of the season, March, mm. April. Time. Yeah, they're going to be wanting one, so they? they're going to be after the strike in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, so you yeah. look at City as well. City, you know, probably got the best recruitment in the world and all that. And they just go out and go and get the best young centre forward because they need it. They know how hard million. it is. And all to me, and so they know how hard it is to go and get a centre yeah. forward. They found that Julian Alvarez and thought, well, if he doesn't work, I need to have a backup. 
go and get Erling Haaland. <laughs> what a you know what I mean? So I was like, that's that's the type of what you're dealing with in the Premier League. You've got to really be stewed. So hopefully they can find someone. Is anyone willing to you think of? Is anyone you've seen maybe caught your eye in the World Cup? You've got a woman, my bin. It's been that could be a, some, could be a lot some, of players, though. Yeah, there's been some cracking <laughs> players in the World Cup. Um, God, the, even Japan had some some players, eh? Yeah, yeah that's true. Huh? Yeah. yeah, there's there's been. Um, it was it was a very it was funny. I was talking about this with some some work uh, some workmates. It was a very interesting World Cup, wasn't it? I felt like it was a very like a very atypical World Cup in terms of teams that you thought would advance versus ones that wouldn't. So yeah, I think we yeah. saw a lot of very yeah interesting countries with you know players that have quite a lot of potential, really. So I think it's going to be an interesting transfer window. Possibly now we might see a lot of maybe international, you know, things happening. Who knows, really? But yeah, there's yeah. two unknown players that have stood out, unknown, pretty unknown yeah. players. You stood out for me, that Amrabat from Morocco. Who oh, attack, oh yeah, attack along really Mbappe. Well, yeah. Yes, yeah, and that Lavakovic, the goalkeeper who plays with Dynamo Zagreb, who plays with Zagreb, sorry, plays with Croatia. He looks like oh. a really good goal, yeah. He's only young, isn't he? Yo, yeah. um, even um was it who was the goal the goalkeeper? Again. Oh Bono. Yes, yes, Bono. Yeah. God, he's can, solid, man. That can sing oh, it as my well. days. Against those like those pens. Oh my god, he was absolutely insane. Yeah. He was insane. Yeah, that was impressive. So hopefully this is the month that Kevin Caldwell earns his money. Come on, Kev. Brings next to Mbappe and Messi through the door and we're going to win everything we can possibly win. Yeah, Mr. Messi, come to our door. Yes. You goat, (laughs) let's go. Mbappe, we're getting is the high one of them Ninja Turtles. No, that we get the green. Fancy dress. Yeah, fancy dress. (laughs) Closest way I get to him. We'll get like the wish version of Mbappe, probably. Mbappe. You'll get an Alex board board member that'll come out and go, We could have got Mbappe for 12 million in 2012. Anytime with that phone now. Why why are we like this? I hate them so much. (laughs) It's like, wow. I can't even go. We're nearly there now, Abby. The season's upon us now, and it's yeah. It's, yeah, it's going to be a hard slog, but we've just got to hope and pray because yeah. this will def- could define Everton Football Club this next what well, well, four months of football, whatever it is, five months. It will. So it yeah. definitely it will. will. Okay, well, that's everything for tonight. Actually, that's everything for the pod. So thanks for joining me, you two. And what can we all be saying, Melinda? Up the toffees, baby. Up the toffees. <laughs> Up the toffees. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.